BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Barra. It's Thursday, December 1st, and we've got the news you need and want to know. Plus, we play two headlines and a lie. But first, here's the latest. Markets were mixed today as investors turn their attention to tomorrow morning's November jobs report. It's expected the economy added 200,000 new jobs, but insider's Carla Moses says more than that could worry the Fed that the economy is still burning too hot. So the Fed has been kicking up interest rates, as we know, this year, very aggressive. And what it's been trying to do is slow economic activity down. And the labor market has been hot. And so what investors seem to be concerned about is, are we going to get another hot number for November? Uh, they want, Fed wants to see some slowdown in the labor market. And so a number that comes in higher than expected is not exactly what the Fed and by extension, what investors would want to see on Friday. Uvalde school shooting survivors have filed a $27 billion lawsuit against law enforcement. They say they sustained, quote, emotional and psychological damages when those meant to protect them hesitated for 77 minutes before stopping the gunman. 19 students and two teachers were killed in the May attack. Hundreds of officers from several different branches of police were at the school this is at least the third civil suit surrounding the massacre. An Iranian man has reportedly been killed while celebrating the country's elimination from the World Cup. Human rights groups say Mihran Samak was shot in the head by security forces. Videos on social media show hundreds of people celebrating the loss as part of anti-government protests. Samak was close friends with one of Iran's players, Saeed Asatullahi, who posted a photo of them as kids on Instagram saying, quote, I wish we had stayed this age forever. Protests have raged in the country since the death of Masa Amini after being arrested for allegedly breaking strict dress codes. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE, accidentally leaked the sensitive personal information of more than 6,000 immigrants. Many of them were fleeing persecution and torture from Iran, Russia, and China, and are seeking protection here in the U.S., according to the L.A. Times. The list included their case status and names, and was publicly posted on the website for five hours, according to ICE. The agency says the leak was unintentional and is monitoring the internet for any reposting of the data and asking individuals who downloaded it to delete the content. 
the European Union's leadership has decided on a $60 per barrel price cap for Russian crude oil. Now it just needs to get its members, as well as the G7 group of countries, to back the plan. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. The EU's goal with capping Russian crude is to curb the country's revenues from energy exports. This would undermine Moscow's chief source of funding for the ongoing war in Ukraine. The price limit would take effect next week. Hey, if you listen to us first thing in the morning, a heads up. Starting Monday, we will be publishing our first episode a little bit later. We'll have the news you need and want to know just starting at 9.30 a.m. Eastern instead of our usual 7 a.m. And as always, we'll be updating throughout the day with any breaking news. We'll publish our final edition each day by 4.30 p.m. Eastern. So thanks for listening and make sure to catch us at 9.30 a.m. Eastern starting on Monday. A top Chinese official says they are easing some zero-COVID restrictions, saying the policy change reflects the Omicron variant being less serious and rising vaccination rates. But the official didn't mention the widespread protests that have been happening. People are angry at how draconian the restrictions have been and are calling for President Xi Jinping to resign. Analysts say the change in tactics is the Chinese government listening to protesters without acknowledging them. There's still a heavy police presence in many cities to deter people from protesting. The European Union has a warning for Elon Musk. Moderate the content on Twitter or the social network is banned. In a meeting Wednesday, the EU's digital chief told Musk that Twitter must adhere to the new Digital Services Act, which forces tech companies to moderate content and limit disinformation. Musk has agreed to let the EU stress test the app to see if it's in compliance early next year. We'll see how that goes because Musk recently stopped monitoring COVID-19 misinformation on Twitter. The Biden administration is giving three tribal communities in Alaska and Washington state $25 million each to relocate. Their villages have become increasingly vulnerable to the effects of climate change. Things like rising sea levels, flooding, and coastal erosion have put them at serious risk of losing their homes. So they've been trying to relocate to higher ground, but funding has been a major obstacle. This money won't cover all expenses, but it will be a major help in the village's survival. Sam Bankman-Fried, the disgraced former CEO of the collapsed crypto exchange FTX, has ignored legal advice and given a public interview. I mean, look, I've had a bad month. Um, This has not been a fun month for me, but... Bankman-Fried was speaking virtually at the New York Times Steelbook Summit. He admitted he screwed up, but didn't knowingly commit fraud. And now is not the time to stay quiet. What matters here is the millions of customers. What matters here is all the stakeholders in FTX uh, who who got hurt and, and trying to do everything I can to help them out. But he is no longer CEO, so his ability to help is uh, limited. And everything he says could be used in legal proceedings against him. Hey, Titi me preguntó si tengo mucha novia. Mucha novia, hoy tengo a una, mañana otra, hey. 
Bad Bunny has been crowned king of Spotify. The Puerto Rican star was the most streamed artist worldwide for the third year in a row. Nice work. His hit album, Un Verano Sin Ti, was also the most streamed on the platform. This is all part of Spotify Wrapped. You've been seeing those yearly roundups all over your socials, telling you what music your friends streamed the most on the app, even though people only really care about their own roundups, but that's neither here nor there. Anywho, the second most played artist in the world was Taylor Swift, followed by Drake, The Weeknd, Yay, and BTS. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. And our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here to play with us. Yes, Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? Yes, of course. I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than most LinkedIn advice. Oh. And Rebecca and Dave, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. Maddie, you beat us both last week. Truly a Thanksgiving miracle. We are so proud and definitely not bitter. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. It seems like you're the most bitter I've ever... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm a little bitter. (laughs) We can change that, though, this week. We can change our fates. Maddie, why don't you go ahead and give us this week's headlines? All right. Headline A, manufacturing defect causing Christmas lights to make annoying buzzing sound. Headline B, FTX owes more than $55,000 to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville Beach Resort in the Bahamas. (laughs) Same. Am I right? No. uh. (laughs) And headline C, World Cup frenzy puts strain on Qatar's camels. (sighs) This is tough. Here's the deal. At first, I was going to say that headline A was fake because it was so boring. (laughs) But now I'm going to say it's real because it's so boring. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like your logic there. (laughs) And I really want the Margaritaville to be real. $55,000. Like, why would Margaritaville be investing (gasps) in FTX? No, but maybe it's for like... For cocktails, because it came out that FTX spent like thousands of dollars every day on this little bistro in the Bahamas. So I'm like, why wouldn't they owe Margaritaville like $50,000 in unpaid pina coladas? That's possible. Yeah. And then camels being strained in Qatar. That makes me really sad. And I feel like that's real. Yeah, I'm going to say that one feels realistic. But I would also say that one could be Maddie playing mind games. I I feel like I'm going to end up choosing the wrong one here, but I'm going to say that, to me, the fake headline is FTX and Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Same, same. I'm going with headline B as the fake one. Well, Maddie, what's the deal? Which one is fake and which one is real? I'm excited, elated to tell you that you are both wrong. The oh, fake headline is the Christmas lights one. Oh, you had, your initial impression was right, Rebecca. It was so boring that it, it was fake. I'm in your head, Rebecca. Ah, Wow. It's a Christmas miracle for Maddie. (laughs) All right. Well, Maddie, do you want to tell us more about these real headlines then? I would love to, Dave. So yes, bankruptcy filings from the FTX crypto exchange collapse show that Jimmy Buffett's Bahamas Margaritaville Beach Resort is seeking over $55,000 from Alameda Research, a trading firm that played a role in the collapse. This means the Margaritaville bill is Alameda's fourth largest debt in the whole debacle, with Amazon Web Services at number one with $4.6 million. And I don't know if you all have been to a Margaritaville, but it's really hard to spend that kind of money. (laughs) 
<laughs> I will say that the Bahamas Resort does have a presidential suite for $3,300 per night, but no one wants to stay there except my dad. <laughs> Should we all go? Have you been to the Times Square, Margaritaville? I haven't been to any Margaritaville. <laughs> We went for a happy hour drinks and you can get a plate of nachos that comes with a warning that if you eat the whole plate, it has more than your recommended daily sodium intake. (laughs) (laughs) That's most nachos, but that's fine. True. Rebecca, do you like pina coladas? I love pina coladas and getting Mm. lost in the rain. Caught in the rain, but... Caught in the rain. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, Maddie, now do you want to tell us about the World Cup and Qatar and camels? This story is actually really sad. Figured. (laughs) Even You were right, Rebecca. Even Qatar's poor camels are feeling the burn of the World Cup. Over a million fans are visiting the country while it hosts the month-long soccer tournament. Of course, you know tourists love to see the sights in every gimmicky way possible. And Qatar's version of double-decker buses is camel rides through the desert dunes. But with such a massive influx of visitors, the camels have less time to rest between rides. And some have been seen loudly groaning and struggling to get up. Some handlers even physically force their camels to get back up. Honestly, I have no funny commentary on this story because it just makes me want to cry. Man, Maddie, you really know how to end this segment on a cheery note. (laughs) I didn't realize I had so much in common with camels. Because I am also feeling the intense strain groaning. (laughs) Being ridden by the man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, uh, what a cheery note to end on. (laughs) Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their OK Daily Newsletter and listen to the Refresh from Insider again next week for another two headlines and a lie. The newsletter's great. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. Bye.